Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the market. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership. The, the, the mothership. Let's go Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. How are you feeling, everyone? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. It's Mraz, it's bogus, it's a summer Thursday. Uh, 25 uh, more hours of that. Uh, Hi. Okay. I'm Andrew. That's Pete. Happy Thursday, everybody. So Petey's with us. Caserta's with us. We've had a fun show so far throughout. Remember to get your booskies in at Sean Morish, at Andrew Bogish. Uh, we're going to tackle the NBA midseason tournament stuff and just, or tournament, however you want to say, torture, he, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, in just a moment. But first, let's finish that conversation on the Mountain West with San Diego State. That was so interesting, Bogues, that San Diego State, how do you send a letter to the Mountain West telling them, hey, we're going to be bailing, and then you don't end up in a home and come back? Now, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head, Pac-12, Big 12, they thought inevitably they'd, they'd end up in one. Big 12 seems to be going really basketball heavy right now, which also could help San Diego State because they were just in a Final Four. I I tend to think maybe the Big 12 and Pac-12 themselves don't really know what the heck the future holds right now and that they neither of them were fully ready to commit to a San Diego State as they try to determine their future. Whether that's a merger with each other or what. Yeah, and I think also San Diego State wants the Pac-12. It makes sense, like, geographically. I think it's it, in theory it still should make sense for, like, your legacy. But you can't go to the Pac-12 until they have a media deal, which apparently they're going to have now by Labor Day is the, the new thing I read yesterday, that they're they're – that the finish line is near, and then they'll announce as the football season is starting. But that does the Aztecs no favors because you can't sign up for something that might suck. So you can't, right. so they can't, and I think they thought they were going to have an answer on that, and that's why they started the process of leaving the Mountain West. Then went, okay, we're not going to have an answer anytime soon, so now we can't go. Please take us back. This is the Pac-12's fault. If the Pac-12 right. had a you-know-what together, the meteorite deal would have been done. Maybe they'd be the more... They have a better leveraged conference right now than the Big 12, but the Big 12 has jumped in front of them because right. they have their you-know-what together, at least when it comes to TV and media deals. So the Pac-12's ineptitude is, is to me, the main culprit here because it's kind of right. back San Diego State into a, into a corner. It's so bizarre. The whole thing is so bizarre. I, I, I like J.D. Wicker. I happen to like San Diego State, but it does feel a little embarrassing. 
Yeah, because again, like we've seen the letters and the the letter, <laughs> the initial letter, which is I think from the school president, not from not from JD. It's not as open ended as San Diego State after the fact says right. it is. Right. It basically says we're going. We just want thirty more days. Thirty more days to handle. So we have to problem. actually be outside. Yeah. It wasn't as like, uh, what's the right word? Not yeah, theoretical. It was a little more definite. So I, I I read it the way the Mountain West reads it, is that you started the clock on leaving, and now we kind of don't have to give so, you a home anymore. So do we give Mount, the Mountain West credit? Because the Mountain West, in theory, San Diego State's one of their premier programs. Yeah. So the idea that San Diego State probably thought, well, the Mountain West needs us, so of course they're just going to take us back. Do we give the Mountain West for credit for saying, <laughs> no way? Yeah, I mean, there's a little there's a little middle, you like middle fingers. This is kind of a middle finger right. because San Diego State, has been so open about wanting to leave the Mountain West. They've been as respectful as possible while saying we want a better girlfriend. Right. Like we're trying to, you're a seven, we want a 10, and we're, we've got our eyes peeled. We have our eyes open. So I get why the Mountain West would, would be a stickler here because they don't owe San Diego State anything. So why not drive a hard bargain? Why not, you know, needle them while you can before you let them come back in? Because it also would be weird for the Mountain West it's really almost football season. Like, schedulers are made and stuff yeah. like that. Like, you're really going to have a complication of San Diego State, like, not well, they, being in the league but playing games or not playing. Like, Well, hold on. That was for immediate? I thought they were going to be— I mean, they say right now, like, you're not in the conference. But I thought that was, like, going forward. But, like, they're not in meetings anymore. Like, oh, so, like, gotcha, are you going okay. to play a season? That's where I misunderstood. Yeah, no, they're not going to, like, cancel games. Like, not, Oklahoma and Texas are still in the Big 12 Right, but, like, are you going to do—like, right now, if you're—if you— San Diego State's AD, JD, whoever, like, they, Wicker, they yeah. can't go to meetings. They don't know. You're basically a part of it without having a say in anything. Right. Like, they right, exactly. So, like, are you going to let them, like, play an entire school year in this weird limbo while you're having a somewhat petty fight? Or are you going to say, okay, guys, you're back in good standing for now, right. knowing that you're going to leave us sometime right. quickly? Fascinating. So, either way, JD Wicker, a little egg yolk on his face. He must be saying, is this some kind of yolk? You know? Right now, so he figures that out. All right, now moving on. Thank you. Yesterday, Bogus and I, whenever we're going to do the show together without DA, is a little, uh, what do you call it, a meeting of the minds yeah. via, via text message, okay? We go about our days and then we reconvene at night as we're starting to wrap and we try to get ahead on what we want to do, okay? Hey, something, I, as co hosts, is there something you know you want to talk about? Is there something you know you want to talk about? And we go back and forth. So I, I gave Bogus a couple ideas, some of which we've hit on in the show, Joey Chestnut, Otani, whatever. And Bogus came back and goes, and I think there's new news on the midseason tournament, which is like chum in the water for me because I hate this thing. And I think I hate it more now than ever after yesterday's yeah. final news. Okay, there's two things that came out. The first thing I'm not going to kill the league for because I understand it, there's a potential for the winning team to get $1 million per player. Now you might be saying... You know, what does that mean? A million dollars is still a million dollars. And it's not like donate to charity. That's real cash that NBA players can get for busting their ass in this tournament. Another million dollars? Imagine going home to your wife and saying, I got a chance to win another mill. <laughs> well, you go out there and you hit every shot. Uh, so I still think that's good. Here's in typical NBA fashion. We found the aha, aha. We don't have a team in Las Vegas, but how could we get NBA basketball to Las Vegas? We're going to move the semifinals and final of this midseason tournament to Las Vegas to have the NBA have some in-season relevancy there without having a team. Aha! Uh-huh. Now, 
here's the biggest issue of it all. Adam Silver, I think, has lost touch with what American sports fans are like. And this is not to be disrespectful to anybody in Europe, in England, which I understand is also in Europe, or any of these soccer fans, whatever. I understand that the soccer culture in Europe is that they have their seasons, they stop their seasons to have tournaments sprinkled throughout, and it's just what they are accustomed to and what they've grown, and they don't know any better. Americans, first of all, were different because we like NFL football, not kicky football, which is soccer. Now, some like soccer, but you you get my point. It's a different sport that's number one here. But also, we like our seasons. We like our divisions. We like our cute team names. We're not FCs. We're, you know, we're Grizzlies. We we like what we like because it's what you grew up in. And change is like, hey, think about this. The pace of play rules in baseball were a good thing that actually was trying to bring baseball back to how it used to be, and it still made people uncomfortable and cringe because you were tinkering with things. I mean, the two-point conversion came out in football, and people freaked out. <laughs> so now having an NBA regular season, which admittedly gets long and boring, and saying we're going to add a midseason tournament. You know, why? And the idea, Adam Silver's also said this, well, we think it's better for fan bases to think their teams are competing for more, just more than one championship. I'm sorry, Adam. This isn't Wales. This isn't Madrid. (laughs) If somebody comes up to you in the street to talk trash about their NBA team and say that they're the midseason tournament champions and, like, you know, they're Grizzly fans and they never win NBA finals, you would laugh at them in their face and go, that's what you celebrate? Because that's what we are as American sports fans. So now, now that that's that's just the basis of it being dumb. The other reason it's dumb. I don't actually think you need another reason, but please proceed. So far, you're agreeing with me or I, disagree? No, like this is that's all that needs to be said is that the base reason for this tournament is nonsense. Yeah. No one is going to care about this. The players aren't gonna care. The fans aren't gonna care. No EJ, one's gonna f- EJ claimed he would care when we talked he about it. He has to. He has an NBA podcast. No one is gonna find solace in raising some weird trophy. The first week of December in Vegas, when they don't make the playoffs or get upset in round one or lose the conference finals, no one's going to go, well, at least we had December in Vegas. It's just not a thing. And I'm not trying to say that every single NBA fan is also an NFL fan, but I'm trying to say there's a very high percentage that are, including college basketball too, like a very high percentage. Like, maybe 90% of NBA fans are also NFL fans. Now, maybe some people... I've seen the dumb tweets, I prefer the NBA on Christmas Day than the NFL, and thinks, fine, if that's what you think, fine. Yeah, sure. The bottom line is this. It's also a joke to call this a midseason tournament when it is going to begin play in October. That is, my friends, what we call a beginning of the season tournament. Although I believe in their defense, they're calling it an in-season tournament. Not a mid. Not a okay. mid-season. I believe I saw that Either yesterday. Way, we are essentially tipping off the regular season and a week later playing regular season games that will also be tournament games. Yeah, they'll have a little note next to them like yeah. this game means something different. The stats, the standings, all of that will count towards the regular season with a little uptick. Right. The only thing that doesn't count is the championship. Which is also weird because let's say you get knocked out of the tournament in however they figure this out, you're back on the court a couple nights later playing regular season games. Right. So, um, And also, by the way, this also must mean that the full schedule can't come out for the NBA, just the second half schedule or something? No. So what? I, I, what's weird about it is, from just an accounting standpoint, is the semifinals 
So if you make the final four of it, and the way it works in general, if you haven't seen this, um, they're going to split the league into groups of three. And then, or groups of five. Yeah, groups of five, excuse me, because there's 30 teams. And then the six group winners and then the top two second place teams advance to the knockout stage, which is another soccer term. And you're going to go quarterfinals, and then the semis will be in Vegas, and the final will be in Vegas. Your stats from the quarterfinals and the semis will count to your season stats, but I don't. But they can't count towards the team's record because those are extra games. Everyone's playing four in-season tournament games during pool play. Right. That counts towards your 82. But the quarterfinals and semis are extra games, so that won't affect your record. But, but the you stats can, will count. But you can add or decrease your, your per-game averages. Okay, so that was going to be my other question. Can you end up playing more games in a regular season standings mark than other teams? Because that would be funky. Well, I don't, I don't like. I that. don't think you can because that would affect playoff seating or right. getting in or not. So the the pool games will count. That's part of the schedule. But the the actual knockout games those can't because then you have teams who have played eighty three, eighty four games, eighty five games up against teams that played eighty two. And if you won the three extra games, that might make you jump the regular. Right. So it can't be like that. Right. Okay. Uh, and then bottom line is this. To have this thing finish out in early December, again, I don't know how you guys operate, and maybe, you know, all the single dudes out there will love it. It's fun to gamble on, whatever. Or or girls, if you're into this. It, it is peculiar to me that as we ramp up the NFL postseason run, as we kind of start to put a bow on college football and head to the bowl season, and what will now soon, by the way, be an expanded playoff, the idea that we think American sports fans, outside of the, I'm an NBA fan, I'm watching my NBA team play, but like some people watch all 82, some people watch, in December is a very busy month to have to make business decisions. Is that fair to say? You're watching a lot of football. Yeah. There's holiday shopping. There's running around. Every weekend is like another get-together. It gathers people. Tell you, roll your How many different, you know, different things going Birthday on? Birthday party. Oh, December is an insane month for people. Insane month. We're going to now think that enough people are going to care about a tournament in Las Vegas to crown a fake champion? I just think that's the other thing. The tournament itself is a bad idea and a dumb idea, and it's Adam Silver misunderstanding, like, the American sports fan. But the timing is horrendous. This should be done. These games, you want to tell me NFL playoffs are, are going on? Well, at least it's the less NFL slate, and you're knocking off half the fan bases. Start playing some of these tournament games in January, and you know when you do this? You're so concerned about your All-Star game. The weekend after the Super Bowl, bam, your semifinals and final. Right. Yeah, or coming like instead of the All Star Game being in that yeah. window, put those there. So December seventh and ninth are a Thursday and a Saturday. It's the second Saturday of December. Is that the conference championships? No, it's the yeah. From I the would think before. that's the weekend after them, right? Or so probably the weekend before we start playing Saturday NFL, and eventually that would I would think would that's have to Army be a, Navy Day. Yeah, but I would think that would also eventually to be a Saturday of playoff games. When we expand. Definitely. So that's a weird competition to Unless take on, too. Unless they don't do that because of Army-Navy. Unless they're waiting a week. I guess. Or they, they, want, they don't care about and playing Heisman, further into January. And the Heisman gets announced that night. Yeah. It's just a week. But I don't know that there's a time in the calendar 
that would really make anybody care. Right. Like I just and I and I will admit I have never liked the play in. I don't think it serves the purpose it's supposed to serve. But at least the games have been more entertaining than I expected. But those are games that actually 100% matter because those guys want to get in the postseason. I can't fathom any professional athlete, any sport could do this. And I don't think any of the players would care enough to really make it matter. They're not going to play harder. I'm like the, or we already live in a world where guys are managing bad knees, bad backs, age, fatigue and now you're going to make them play extra games it's it's nonsense and what yeah that's only going to hurt the other stuff because if you have to play hard for that because you're playing for a million right the regular ticketed games are going to be far more sitting out this is, is a mess yeah adam silver just with everything that happened with donald sterling early in his, his general managership and and silver handling it the way it should have been handled. And kind of the only way it could have been handled. Yeah, he's kind of taken that moment, and everybody's, wow, what a great, he's the best GM, uh, best commissioner. I, I just, I find Adam Silver to be, yeah. Now, I would not um, promote the idea of going to a gym and yelling at him like Gelb has. Yeah. But you're right. Hey, Silver! He's, he's, he's still living off of Donald Sterling. Yeah. Because there was a weird situation with the Hawks where they're like guys caught on tape saying racist racist things, I think. Not sex thing, it was a racist thing. And like that wasn't handled well. And, you know, the play-in again, the play-in has been better than I expected, but it's not an earth-shattering idea. But he has not revamped the draft to the extent that, he, that people have kind of floated about doing. We have less... You know, with the lottery being different, the top three teams or the bottom three teams having the best chance, it's a little different, but it's not some outlandish, wacko theory to completely eliminate tanking. There are, he's not as, he's a fine commissioner, but still the best thing he did was the thing that 99% of us would have done in the same position and kick out Donald Sterling. So, so ridiculous. But people will pucker up, folks. Jay Stewart will be sitting there. December 9th, tell me how great it is. Well, because that's what his Knicks have. Yeah. Orange or blue bloods. Guess who else will be sitting there breaking that down? You guys. (laughs) No, we won't. Yeah, you will. No, we won't. You're not going to break down Knicks' nets in a... Football season. Commissioner's Cup game? Football season. No, we won't. Not over my dead body. All right, Sean Morash. Froggett. 855-212-4227. You in on the tournament? Are you in on it? You give us a call now at 855-212-4227. Tweets at Sean Morris at Andrew Bogus. All right, we come back. We're still stunned to a news. Some of your booskies to read. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We have an analytics and a fail to end the show. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's new on CBS. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. I gotta be honest with you. Cap came in like two breaks ago and moved my call screener off this high ground down here. DA's never had this. Why? Is there something else happening in this studio? No, but I've been in this room when it's been down there. So somebody else, maybe that's where it is for um, Maggie and Perloff. Because their their desk is almost completely empty when they host. Perhaps. Well, Cap, and, and when you ask Cap what's going on, quote, don't worry about it. I kicked his camera the other day again. It's twice in like three weeks. You kicked the camera? Hello? I, I don't understand. I've, we've been doing this for how many years in the morning with me here? And I've, there's four cameras. I don't know how many of, one of them works between me, the door, and my seat. And I navigate them flawlessly forever. Four. Now I now I trip myself on this voyage, and then if I go into Pete's room, there's the camera that's usually pointed at you that I never touched, and I've now knocked it out of its place twice in the last three weeks. No big deal. Pete's in quiet. So I don't know if there's nothing wrong with me, if my my limbs have grown unbeknownst to me, if Maybe I'm losing some of my motor skills. Not good. Wow. Not good. Well, that's a shame. Tweets at Sean Morish and at Andrew Bogish. Uh, somebody tweets in something with an app that says, shouldn't CBS Sports Radio be my first option instead of WFN in New York? Sorry, don't know what to tell you. Uh, Ed, Are you logged in as Sean? Ed, PA Rams fan, tweets in, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but this is an in-season tournament. Sounds ridiculous. Where is the NBA Players Association? Oh, never mind. This actually makes sense. Where is the NBA Players Association in all of this? More games is more injuries. How is the NBA PA allowing this? Well, I guess it's only one or two more games in reality because the right. rest are regular season. And it's only eight teams that would play the extra games if you survive. Yeah, play. totally. But I, but I think there are certain things that the PA actually doesn't have a say in. Like some things are not collectively bargained or in collectively bargained the league has rights to do things without the PA signing off on. I don't know where this falls. I don't know what the players think the trade-off is, that they'd be okay with this. So, right. you know, so get, maybe they got something else out of doing this, but I just I don't get it. I just don't think it's going to matter. Right. I, I, I agree. I think it sucks. And for a guy that's going to sit here and to tell you, like, oh, and the, you know, the Bucks beat the Pelicans 100-93 to last night, in an in-season tourney game, so Milwaukee's now 1-1 one one in Pool D. It's no, thank you. You better make that update, Pelican Brief. Timbo Slice tweets in, I'm toasting... It's not funny. I'm toasting A.J. Kaplan. Wizard of Watch is an understatement. Cap is basically Merlin Gan... Gandalf. Does he mean James Gandolfini? Yep. Yeah. And Dumbledore all rolled into one. 
That's interesting. That's two like fantasy characters. Well, yeah, Merlin is a and wizard. And a mobster. I wonder why the three of them would be together. Like a boss. Oh, like a crime boss. That's Am I missing something? I, I really love how, how you pineapple. read. I, again, I really <laughs> love how you read. What am I missing? So slow. Gandolfini. Like, you never read. It is Gandalf something, and I got that wrong? No, you had it right. You said like Stop a boss. No, it's on, like, guys, a, bo- like a boss. He's the boss. He's the boss. He's the boss of North Jersey. Merlin you know, was guys, the boss of like the wizards group. And who was the third guy? Dumbledore? Dumbledore? That's a Harry was the Potter boss thing. of Hogwarts. Is, was he? Yeah, he was the headmaster. Okay. Gandalf. Let's see. By the way, it comes up Gandolfini. Oh, he's a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. Gandalf? Well, who would know that? I mean, he is I such a hunk. Pete and Greg knew it, not you. And the person <laughs> who wrote the tweet knew it. Too. Look, I got to If you're still watching Lord of the Rings of 2023, come back to us. Ostrich Eyes <laughs> tweets in. Thirsty Thursday. Toast for the dad of the show. The voice of reason, AB. Your taste in music may be questionable. Boo. But I res- still respect the heck out of you. Here's to you potentially taking Perez's job. Hashtag Booskies. Hashtag Toasto. I mean, Booskies. I have booked more guests in the last week and a half than Sean has. <laughs> Where was one today? Uh, DJ, I'm not the producer. DJ Tommy D. <laughs> Technically, we had none today. DJ Tommy D. Maybe this is the audition for my job. Nobody. DJ Tommy D. tweets Freaking in. well. <laughs> I'm toasting to at Rob in the 3 to 1. I mean, who will DM? Who will he DM now that Mr. Sean Morris is moving on? Does he start stalking Andy B. Or Mr. Telephone Man PDB? This is something bigger than we all think it is. Also, what happens to the football dips of the week? Hashtag Dipsy Doodles. That is true. Rob is going to have to pester somebody. Rob already pesters me. Pete, does he pester you? Uh, Nah, somewhat. Oh, boy. Mm. You know where it's going now. Right to that inbox for Pete. No Pete's and quiet here. Close those DMs, bud. No Pete's and quiet is right. Pete's and quiet. I just want to revisit something, by the way. When you were talking before, you said if you're still watching Lord of the Rings in 2023, come back to Earth. Yeah, very Mike Francesa esque. <laughs> Why is that? It, it, it's just something that he would say. Like you were only missing the voice, but if that was coming from him, that would. Be, I mean, it was spot on, yeah. Francesa. He also knows Gandalf. <laughs> yeah. All right, good for Gandalf. <laughs> but to start talking together. <laughs> All right, Greg. Right, it was a horse. <laughs> Uh, I saw Gandolfini once. Uh, he recognized me. Big fan of the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he invited me and dog down to the set. Didn't think it was right for the part, but I was wrong. Remember when Eric Mangini was on Surprise? I know. The last episode. People forget that's the very last episode. No. Yep. And He's he not was... in the last episode. It's the very last episode. No, it's not. Him and Carmela see him at Artie's restaurant. He goes, it's I'm going to go. The last episode's an hour and a half. It's in the same episode. I just did a whole rewatch. Is it a flashback? No. It's the la- I forgot this. It's the last episode. I'm calling BS on this. I just finished a rewatch for the fourth time. This says it's the second to last episode. Was it that late in the show? Okay, then second to last. I didn't realize it was that late. I thought it was in one of the earlier seasons. All right. Then I'm wrong. It's the second list, but I knew it was at the very wow, end. Wow, okay. Close enough, Because the last season started, yeah. I kept going, when is the Mangini scene? When is yeah. it? And then it's, I'm like, at the end. To be fair, I probably watched the second list and last back-to-back to finish my rewatch, but yes. I love it. He's sitting. He goes, uh, it's the coach of the Jets. I'm yeah. going to go say hello. Yeah, I should say hello. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> like Mangini's waiting for him to yeah, say exactly. hello. How did that work out? Yeah. Not good. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Jim. 
I think they called him Jim. Yeah, they did. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, his buddies called him Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. And now, you know that Joe Ganascoli owns a deli in New Jersey? In Jersey? He lives yeah. on Long Island. I, but I think his deli might be in Jersey. Really? Oh. Yeah. I used to do radio shows with Ganascoli. Really? Yeah, during the 2011 Giants run at Hurricane Grill and Wings. It was on Blog Talk Radio. But yeah, me, me and Joey G. Nice dude. He's been to the block party before. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Vito? Vito's a good, good, good dude. Yeah. Johnny. He says, don't mention Johnny Cakes, though. Johnny Cakes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Something yeah. bad happened to that actor. He doesn't like talking about it. Oh, oh he's, really? yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And if I'm not mistaken, it might have been a suicide. Yeah. And I think it's very, like, personal to him. Yeah, it's a very oh, difficult wow. situation. Yeah. He doesn't like uh, looking back at those episodes. He feels very bad. Nice topical Sopranos yeah. reference yep. in 2020. If you're still watching Sopranos in 2023, come back to Earth. Okay? Come back to Earth. <laughs> you and Gandalf and Gandolfini. Now that's a show. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway. Vito? <laughs> I should probably look this up about Johnny Cakes. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bogey and I were talking about the great Norm MacDonald in the newsroom in the last hour. Oh. So enjoy this quick spot of brilliance. Hey, this occurred to me today. Uh, ID, ID, which I had to show it again. There's a strange abbreviation when you think about it. I is short for I. (laughs) And then D is short for dentification. That is from his final Letterman set. One of my favorite clean jokes. Spontaneous like Sean. By the way, the, the actor's name is John Costello. Was. Yeah. Was. And he did pass away from a self inflicted gunshot wound. Ooh. Johnny Cakes from Sopranos. Ooh. So I'm, I was serious about that. Joe always yeah. said, please don't. Mm. I think it was a very personal thing for him. So uh, now we get to switch gears. Yeah. We'll uh, try to lighten it up. Play McDonald again just to <laughs> lighten the mood. Just a little, little palate cleanser. Uh, chili, Sean. How do you like your chili? Uh, with turkey meat. Really? Morass is fat. As opposed to ground beef? Yeah, I prefer turkey. The ground beef can burn my chest a little bit. Do you go with Wait, when you cheese? drop it on your chest? Or when you... <laughs> no, like the burn. Yeah, oh, yes, the burn. <laughs> do you do it with uh, cheese, scallions, hot sauce? How do you, how do you dress it up? Uh, I'll do a little shredded cheese, and I'll use Tostito scoops to dip in it. Mm. You know, morazes. You go bad. over rice ever? Ah. Mm. Ah. All right. Eh, I'm usually a chip and, and uh, chili guy. Chip and dip. Yeah. Oh, now, I'll do chili on a hot dog. Okay. <laughs> little little coney dog. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, but nobody makes turkey chili at a hot dog place, so you just you sacrifice the heartburn at that point? No, or I do it at home. You get indiscretion from it? Yeah, like I'll dip pigs <laughs> in a blanket in it. There's a callback for you. I don't think Bilotti was in that day. I don't even get that joke. Remember now, when you that's said... that's outrageous. Pepto-Bismol, one of the things it helps cure is indiscretion. <laughs> I said that? Yes. No, it's indigestion. You said it last week. <laughs> Definitely wasn't in that day. He, yeah. he sounds like, oh, did I say that seven years ago? No, it was last <laughs> it week. Was last you week. said this. I quite literally have no memory of this. Holy crap. No, was it Monday? Because last week, I'm, I'm losing track of the calendar. Was DA here last week? It was last week. It was last Friday or last Thursday. Yeah, or, I was out And the days. Pepto-Bismol thing, you thought it was upset stomach diarrhea Indiscretion, <laughs> not indigestion. Hey, it was, business, my played, brain is fried. I have no memory of even having yeah, that conversation. Dude. We played the emergency pop tart clip. Yeah, yeah and I remember talked, that. And Da said you didn't know what indigestion was, and yeah. we ended up on the Pepto Bismol song. All right, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Promise. I mean, the audio exists. 
So Cincinnati has skyline chili, and it's I not indiscretion. Why would anybody say that? I don't know. It's, that's, that's what a, we were wondering last week. The uh, right. comment comment of an idiot. It's also not James Gandolfini <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Rather, okay. he's a rather stupid man. Uh, Cincinnati also has a baseball team that's worth watching, more palatable than most of the other 29 teams around baseball. Attraction number one, Ellie De La Cruz. De La Cruz trying to add to it. He crushes. Upper deck, right center. Take that 94. A De La Cruz missile. He sizzled it into the second deck. A 5-1 Reds lead. That's John Sadak on Bally Sports Cincinnati. They outclassed the Nationals 9-2 for their fourth straight win. Now two up on the Brewers for first in the NL Central. Some controversy surrounded De La Cruz's first A-B because he was told to remove a cover from the knob of his bat that usually contains a blast motion sensor oh. that's generally used for cage work and batting practice. De La Cruz has always batted with this covering during games without the sensor in it, so after he removed it during his first at-bat, yeah. it returned for the 455-foot home run. De La Cruz then pointed to the knob of the bat after the home run, and Nationals manager Davey Martinez was not too thrilled. I think they understand. I hope they understand. I mean, you know, I, I play with Freddie. You know, Freddie knows I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to penalize this, this kid. I'm not. I mean, you know, I, you know, I love the way he plays the game. I, I don't like his antics, you know, after he hit the home run. <laughs> so um, like we could do without that. He's only got two weeks in big leagues, but... Um, you know, he's, he's going to be a good player. That is true. Yeah, you don't like the way he plays clearly because that. Yeah, he's. If a guy hits. What do you a, call it? In a, a eccentric, an electric. Eccentric. Eccentric yeah. kind of player. That's it. Electric too. Flashy. Sure. Yeah. If you hit a ball 455 feet into the second deck, you can do anything you want at that point. Can you though? Yeah, you can. I'm actually in favor of all that. I love when pitchers fist pump after a big strikeout too. And I Have fun with your baseball. And I also get when guys get annoyed, and then if they do get shown up, they throw inside and hit the guy in the ribs the next time. Oh, in the ribs. Oh. Cincinnati starts oh, the I schedule. Had good ribs on 4th of July, too. Really? Yeah. You baby backs or spares? Baby backs. So you like them when they come off back. the bone. Oh, yeah, see, you... I like spares better. I like, I want to, uh, I want to, no, it's too fatty. No, and that meat falls rip off the, the bone. rip the meat off. You ever pick up a bone and then the rib meat just starts to fall off on its own? You drop it in your mouth and you dangle it. No, <clears throat> I want a little bit of an effort. I need, I need a little chew. Yeah. No. Nah. I don't like it. Life's when, full of enough effort. I don't need it with my ribs. Grab the end and just strip it off. That's not, there's no fun or joy in that. Right. There's no challenge there. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't want it to be like ropey and thready and like a battle, but I want it to, I want to have to get it off the bone by myself. So you like, uh, you said ropey. I'm thinking uh, ropa vieja. Yeah. And that's delicious. You know what yeah. that's, do you know what that translates to? Ropa vieja. Yeah. Come on. Yellow rice. Yes. Dude, your Spanish has gotten much better. It has. No, yeah. Rope's red. Yes. Red beans and rice. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do we really have to, like, give this up? No, okay. yellow rice is a Roy's compañero. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, so... <laughs> What? No, just take the what last is it? minute. I see the box that the one take I buy, the, the yellow just rice. Take the last minute and package it and put it together and send it off to the afternoons. Oh. What is yeah. it? Hashtag, are you sure? 
You know the box you see at the store? Yeah. I think Goy makes it. It's a Roy's Copanero. What it is, is it? It's called Yellow Friend. You're right. <laughs> a friend is Copanero? Yeah, that's, and that's how John Sterling comes on the air every night on the Yankees radio network. And I'm joined by my Yankees at Roy's Copanero, Susan Waldman. Damn it. What's rice? A, a rose. rose. <laughs> so it's... You got that part right. A rose... A, no, a, a rose, rose arena. Arena. A rose yeah. No, wait, what's in what's yellow? Amarillo. Mm-hmm. So it's a rose amarillo. See. Si. Okay. Then what's rojo? Red. So red what? Not that word's not in play. This is ropa. Yeah, ro- oh. vieja. Ropa vieja. Uh, rose arena. What's hey. ropa vieja? Old clothes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he would have gotten that eventually if we if we gave him another wow. know, five guesses. A rose have, arena. Hey. Would he have gotten it by the end of the show on no. July 21st? Not even close. <laughs> Dude, Old he didn't close. remember indiscretion versus indigestion from a week ago. And I won't remember this conversation. Uh, hey. won't remember it tomorrow. Mm, a box of yellow friends. Sounds delicious. Oh, <laughs> two. two. Stupid. You guys are so stupid. I was going to play a clip of Alexander Madison talking about becoming the Vikings' new running back, but it feels kind of uh, indiscreet at this point. So uh, we'll uh, we'll go to Stun to a News. All right. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Fellas, a supermarket employee in Colorado was fired after he recorded three men stealing approximately $500 worth of laundry detergent from the store. On Father's Day, Santino Barola, the King Supers employee, was alerted to a theft in progress at the store, and the first thing he thought to do was pull out his phone and record it. Barola, a former military police officer, walked out of the store, and the three thieves hurried to load up a black Chevy, one opening the doors, another throwing a basket full of items into the back seat, and another struggling to unload the full shopping cart. Barola recorded this video, posted it to TikTok, hoping that somebody would recognize the criminals. That video was seen over 1.5 million times. This man found out when he returned to the store for his next shift that he had been suspended. A week later, he was fired. Reason being, the, the company that runs this store is Kroger. They've got a chain of stores in the Rockies, and they have a strict policy against employees chasing thieves or intervening in a theft. So this guy's trying to do his job, do the right thing, but he ends up getting fired as a result. He's not intervening in the theft. He's actually probably doing the right thing. He's not chasing them down, tackling them. Right. I'm going to record it. It's our only way we're going to get these guys. Not making a citizen's arrest like yeah. he's... I thought we were building towards he got fired for not stopping them. Yeah. But he got fired for not stopping for them. For not stopping them. My dad years ago once tackled a guy with a pork loin in his pants. I'm serious. <laughs> My mom used to work at JCPenney. She has some great uh, shoplifting stories. Yeah. One guy one time went in the, into the changing room, blew up balloons into a duffel bag, and then walked out, out of the store to get tackled by security so he could sue them for oh, that's brilliant. Like, wrongful imprisonment or whatever. Really? Yeah. Wow. He like set up. He wanted them to think he was stealing stuff so they would go get him, and then he, and then he sued them for that. 
I went to a Macy's wow. once. Wow, you've done nothing, done nothing wrong. Yeah. I went to a Macy's once and put a pork loin in my pants, and when I got tackled, I was like, see, I, what are you guys doing? <laughs> People do crazy stuff. I, somebody stuffed, like, a rotisserie chicken in their stomach <laughs> and, like, left burn marks before. Uh, Bob's had a lot of theft. I used to work in CVS when I was uh, in high school. Oh, imagine him running that place. Oh, but there, there was... Um, the receipts they, are too long. People would, would uh, <laughs> shoplift by putting a basket right by the door, put the bas- everything in the basket, and then run out. Yeah. Is that where you learn some of your tricks? Well, whatever nah. tricks they are, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, we never chased that after them. We always would try to get a plate. That's it. By the way, if I'm a supermarket, I'm hiring this guy immediately in the area. 100%. You know? Yeah. I was questioned once about a rob. I worked at Sports Authority, and somebody cut a hole in the roof and came down. What? But they knew apparently like where the motion detectors were. They deduced what they took, so they thought... It was like an inside job that people had tipped them off to like Whoa. how the thing what did the they security worked. I don't know. I mean, it was like 1999. I remember those specifics. That's a Mission Impossible But they like knew right where to go that they weren't going to set the alarms off. So they thought people, so they thought that somebody on the inside had helped them like plan where they should go to, to take stuff. So we all got questioned by the, by police. Were you sweating? No. No? I don't think so. So like your favorite band Pearl Jam Dare we call it an inside job? Even flow. See what you did. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I liked it. All right. Jeremy's broken. So is our advanced analytics. Next, the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Analytics is just a term that's kind of thrown around a lot. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. All right, Advanced Analytics. The question of the day was canceling of the was the canceling of the hot dog eating contest all a quote unquote work to make Joey Chestnut look like an American hero. Forty eight point eight percent said yes. Fifty one point two percent said no. So almost a 50-50 split on that theory. Our analytics department tells us Chestnut said Wednesday, I'm so bloated, I'm walking around Manhattan right now, had an arugula salad, and I'm terrorizing some toilets around here. It's not pretty, but it I got it done. Ew. Some of Chestnut's other world records include a waffle, ego style, 81 waffles in 8 minutes. That's a lot of carbs. Taco Bell, th- 53 soft beef tacos in 10 minutes. I bet you I could put a dent in that. Gyros, heroes, 38-ounce gyros in 10 minutes. That's a lot. Especially if they're fully loaded. 30, 10 ounce? Yeah. And then our final analytics note, Pete Bellotti has days to burn, so he won't be working much in September and October. That from our analytics department. <laughs> what will you be eating? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> Arby's. All right. When we come back, not, I'm sorry, we're here. We're yeah. here. We're here. Now it's time for your epic, epic fail with me out on the producing side. <laughs> this side. We're going to do some throwback fails as we'll look back at some memorable Mraz moments including this one from July of 2017. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Mraz, I'm so ashamed. I'm I don't know how we can move on, and I, I honestly wonder if this is not a fireable offense. And there's Mariah's making a boneheaded mistake himself. It was me trying to be heroic to save my dog because dogs are allergic to chocolate. I've been eating a chocolate chip granola bar to start the day, and I let my dog out. When I let him back in, I noticed he ran past me, and then he ran back, and I thought I had dropped the chocolate chip on the ground, so I rushed to pick it up and pop it in my mouth. No! Mariah! To save the dog from instant death from eating chocolate. Instead, only to realize that taste was not the chocolate. It was a long morning for me. 
why wouldn't you just throw out the chocolate chips since it's on the floor? Is that going to satisfy your hunger? This is a question that has also been surfaced. I assume because I had only finished eating the granola bar maybe three minutes earlier that the five-second rule was in effect. What a crucial mistake and a drop by Mraz. So I could pop it in my mouth. I knew it hadn't been sitting there for days. It was shaped as a little chocolate I would chip. say the shape was there. It was first glance. It was very small. I was early in the morning. It was a chocolate chip, but it wasn't. What did this taste like? Not a chocolate chip. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Miranda disgusted. Tasted like what you'd think something like that would taste like. And immediately I woke my wife up, mouthwash, the whole deal. Did you swallow? Yes. <laughs> Even the dessert coordinator doesn't know what to do with that. You swallowed. Pop the molly, I'm sweating. You knew what it tasted like and you swallowed. No, because it was just a quick, like, it wasn't like I, you don't chew a chocolate chip. I just popped it in the whole mouth and it went down. So it wasn't like I chewed and then swallowed, you know? I was a little wet, a little drippy. Did you have any stomach irritation after that? No, I mouthwashed about 17 times, brushed my teeth multiple times, drank two bottles of water, and got on with my day. I have stomach irritation and I've only listened to the last <laughs> 60 seconds of this story. Epic fail, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> is why you fail. Epic fail. So the classic, that was July of 2017. So if anybody wondering, did this story come up? How was this the fail? No, it didn't come up today. Uh, we technically don't have a real producer, and so to live the work, we wanted to go back and play some good moments, funny moments, from me as the send-off, because we did that with the, you know, the hot dog eating and kind of a semi-decade of DA epic fail stuff. I could not believe six years ago this month, I popped a dog turd in my mouth and thought it was a chocolate chip. So if you've never heard that moment, now you have. That's exactly what just went down. And I still say I'm a dog saver. So again, this is the flawed logic. It's one thing to pick it up and say I saved the dog, but you didn't have to eat it. You didn't have to eat it. You could have just picked it up and thrown it out and possibly saved your dog from eating a chocolate chip. Yeah. You put it in your mouth and it was dog poop. I'll put anything in my mouth to save a dog's life. Except you didn't have to put it in your mouth to save the dog's life. Tommy Topspin, happy Thirsty Thursday. I'm toasting to finding old songs you really love but forgot about. Hashtag Booskies, hashtag Rabbit Hole, hashtag Bobby Caldwell, hashtag Warpin. There you go. All right. Thanks to Pete the Body Bilotti, executive producer, Wheels of Steel guy, do it all, man. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Thanks to Gregory M. Caserta on your updates, Bogues. Let's say we do it again tomorrow, buddy. You might as well. All right. Six left. Be good and be good to one another. The mothership disconnects. And you don't You know that song? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 